Welcome back to the SCT uh, Hawk Talks. I'm your host, Patrick O'Brien, accompanied by Miss Brown. Hello. Hello. Uh, so, uh, this episode, we have brought on Cora Boyle and Damani Wright, who are both participating. Actually, Damani, you are actually coordinating for your senior project uh, the first ever Hawk Car Show taking place this Saturday. Damani, can you please tell me how you got to this point and, um, like, how this all started? Well, I got to this point by... Um me and Mr. Gower had a talk under um, a vehicle. I was asking him, which, should I go big or should I go small? So then he told me, um, I should just go with a car, sh- uh, car show. I said, okay, yeah, I'll do it. And then he said, um, it's going to be hard because all the the planning, all the money money um, problems that's going to ha- come up. And so I said, okay, I'll do it. And then I asked a few of my friends, Giovanni, Dom, JP, and Jamie to help me. And that's pretty much so you say Mr. Gower, correct? Mr. Mm-hmm. Gower, he was the um, the one that kind of coordinated all this and was like, yeah. "Hey, this is an, an idea for a senior project. This is your senior project, correct?" Yes, it is. So he came in and was like, "Hey, this is a senior project idea," and you were like, "Yes, I'll take it." Mm-hmm. Correct? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, had you ever participated in a car show before, or have you seen or like been to a car show with some of your I family? Go, I go to plenty of car shows every year. Can you talk about a little bit about some of the car shows that you go to and why you like those? Um, well, just a few weeks ago, a few months ago, we went to the car show World of Wheels, and I go to them because I'm a gearhead and I love looking at cars. I like I like customizing them, I like putting my hands on them and stuff. All right, and so what you, can you describe what is going to happen here on Saturday? And people are going to listen to this, obviously, after the fact. Um, but so can you tell us a little bit about what, what's going to happen on Saturday? Um, so we'll have about 39 cars as of right now showing up to the car show. And we'll have a DJ. We'll have food being sold. And in the middle of the semi-circle um, of the school, there will be a manufacturer's row. Because there's vendors and sponsors who... The sponsors will give us money so we can pay for our shirts um, and pay for a whole bunch of, um, like, fees that we have. Now, where in this in the school is this going to be? Is this going to take place? Is it going to take place in the shop or is it going to be taking place outside in the parking lot? It's going to take place outside in the parking lot. And then the, the, the students' parking lot, parking lot yep. is where the, the show's going to happen, and the teachers' parking lot is where the spectators are going to um, park. Okay. So how did so you're mentioning vendors and kind of some spon- almost like sponsorship in a way you got these vendors coming in how did you decide what vendors was this a collaboration with Mr Gower how did you decide who to bring on and how to kind of how to get that set up having these people come um, I got that by me and my group talked about it to see like who exactly do we want and who we specifically know who's gonna um, be coming and actually sponsor us so we chose um, one of our best um like people who gave us parts was which is woodworks auto parts and they gave us about 500 and then um copeland chevrolet which is one of our co-op uh go-tos gave us 250 cool so what are some of the things that they're gonna have do you so they're just gonna bring like a table or a tent or are they gonna bring their own cars kind of, um, what are they gonna do? as soon as we, we told them when they gave us the money they can bring whatever they want they can bring their swag they can bring a car if they want they can bring whatever they want after giving the money. How long did the preparation take? Well, we started in September, and it got finalized this, well, about, uh, right after April vacation. 
Well, yeah, I know that you had some hangups. Like, uh, mm -hmm. obviously, every project has its hiccups, right? But can you talk about some of the really big challenges that you faced in getting this show together? Um, one challenge was the um, Mr. Goward about a month ago told us, um, like, brought some bad news to us saying, "Oh, we might not be able to do the car show because of insurance policy." And if we didn't have, if we didn't have the insurance. And something happened, like say so, a car blew up in the lot. <laughs> then worst case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we wouldn't be able to pay for it. So we had to, we had to frantically ask around for people. And um, I forgot who it was, but I want to say it's um, Road of Wheels. Uh, yeah, Wheels of Time, or yeah, yeah. I talked to somebody about that, and you guys did get the insurance, which is fantastic. I know that mm -hmm. the logistics of of that stuff is really helpful to have adult help with yeah um, rather than trying to navigate the world of insurance at what are you 17 is it 18. 17 18 mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a complicated world yeah and imagine so in terms of getting so you have some vendors coming and mm -hmm. then you said you had 30 did you say 39 cars that are entered in the as of right now yeah yeah so can you talk a little bit about how you and then Cora are you going to be there as well are you going to have a car entered yes I all am. right I'm going to be there and I'll have a car entered in the show so can you either of you guys Duwani can you talk about how you marketed this and then Cora how you found out about it and how you you got that that's an impressive number I think well I marketed it by we put it on our, our on my Facebook at first I put the word out, and then me and my group, we made a Facebook page called uh, Hawk Wheels Car Show, where we post everything at, like, if there's going to, like, if it rains Saturday, we'll post that it's going to be um, postponed to May 19th, and we, we put all the news up there. Yeah, a lot of vintage car folks don't like rain. Yeah. I, I learned that. <laughs> the, if, the, if, they, if, the, if the rain touches the car, the car will melt. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. a theory, isn't it? Yeah. So you posted it mostly on your Facebook page, and you seem to... Are there a lot of students who are participating, or even just members of the community? Um, as of right now, the students that I know is seven students, and then the rest is all the community. Very cool. So how did you find out about it, and what are you entering, uh, Cora, into... Uh, the Hawk Wheel Show. So I seen about it um, through my. I heard about it through my dad and through the announcements and the SCTV news. And my dad knew about it through his friend, Mr. Mann, who is an automotive teacher at the school, who said, "Hey, I know you have a nice car. Do you want to be in the car show?" And we were like, "Yeah, why not?" And um, so he entered our car in the car show. We have a '75 Stingray Corvette. It's um, slate blue. And it has some chrome, like all new chrome. It's restored fully. So, did you? So, are you interested in cars yourself, or is this more of your family's endeavor? This is more of like my family's thing. Um, I do. I'm in machine tech, so I do make parts. And I've made a mo like a suicide shift for a motorcycle before, and like I've made some parts for them. But they put the parts together and take them apart and. They enjoy that process. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, there seems to be, like, a, to me, I'm apologizing right now that I'm grossly oversimplifying, but it's almost <laughs> like Legos because you take it apart, you put it together, you take it apart, yeah. put it together. It's that you guys like that repetitious process mm -hmm. of seeing how it all kind of works. My brother's very into cars. He's a um, mechanical engineer and worked on diesel trucks for quite a while. Mm. Um so you keep mentioning that you have a group, Tumani. You keep yeah. saying you've got a group of people. So who what are you who are you referencing when you reference that group and how have they helped you? Well, the people that are in the group is Giovanni Fraga, John Paul, Dom Rodriguez, and Jamie Hadley. 
and they help me by um like they take some parts like off my shoulders like um Jamie's she's been doing the flyers for us JP and Dom they've been um trying to put the word out and then me and Gio we are uh, basically trying to get all the money together and make sure everybody's from registering online so you have a big form process probably you get all the paperwork mm-hmm. to keep track of all this and then the, all that insurance yeah, you know we have uh we have jamie hadley uh taking care of all the paperwork gotcha. now can just anybody come to the car show to watch or do you have to pay to get in how does that work are you it a fundraiser uh, it's a fundraiser for sad but all cars are welcome but you have to pay the ten dollar fee to get for the um to put it registrate, registrate your car and then what about the uh the public so if say my family wants to go and see the car show is it free for them or is do we have to pay a price or it, you say it's a fundraiser so it's all, optional all spectators are coming free and i'm interested you mentioned the sad organization mm-hmm. which can you talk a little bit about for people who don't know can you talk a little bit about what that organization you don't have to go in detail <laughs> a little bit about what that organization is and why you decided to partner with them Okay, so SAD is Students Against Destructive Decisions. And what they do is they bring the community together to make sure, like, people don't drink and drive, like with the Braga situation. And we, we want to avoid that day from happening again. So and for anyone who doesn't know about the Braga situation he's talking about, he's talking about a teacher who is here at Southeastern who lost his father tragically um, when he was hit by a drunk driver. And we actually mm-hmm. have a documentary about that on our YouTube channel. Go, to, go to check it out. <laughs> go to check it out. SCRSD video uh, on YouTube. And it's called The Last Spot. Last Spot. Last <laughs> right. Spot. So then how did, so I, I, so how did you decide, did you approach them and say, we want to connect with you guys to fundraise for oh. this? Or did they come to you? How did you decide that? I'm actually a member of so I was supposed to be a surprise for Braga, but now the word's out, so he knows and Miss Foster knows about it. Okay. All right. So that's a very nice gesture that you guys are putting on. Um, I know that Mr. Braga, so Mr. Braga teaches automotive. Yes. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about, this is kind of a deviation for one second here. Um you know, how did Mr. Braga teach you guys in shop? Did he teach you guys in shop about what happened to his dad, or did he necessarily just um, save that for sad? Like the like our first day of being in shop officially as freshmen. Yeah, he brought us to his father's car. He explained the whole story of what happened, and as he was like, as he explains it, you can tell it like the day still bothers him. So, like. Me being, like, close to Braga, I know how it feels to, like, lose an actual loved one that's really close to you. Because mm-hmm. I, I lost my grandfather. So I know his pain with the um, losing his father. Okay. Are you hoping... So are there... All right, let's go lighthearted again. For, <laughs> back in that direction here. So you probably know some of the cars that are going to be in the show. What yeah. are you most excited about for Saturday? Well, like, any specific cars you want to see? Um, or kind of anyone you are you just hoping to get to see all the cars together and kind of your vision come to fruition well one car i'm looking forward to is seeing mr min's um mark three supra because that's the one car that i really want because i like from watching (laughs) fast and furious yeah yeah from watching fast and furious and well paul walker before he died was one of my big idols and i want to be able to street race like him okay and there's some other cars like uh, a 2012 Honda Accord, 
a Nissan 350Z, um, a BMW 325i, uh, again, Mr. Man's 87 Toyota Supra, okay. and a Chevy Camino, El Camino. Gotcha. So you've been to a lot of car shows, you mentioned. What's the coolest car? <laughs> it's probably too hard to narrow it down. <laughs> but what are some of the favorite cars that you have seen at some of these other car shows that you've been to? And maybe you also, Cora, have been to a car show potentially. I could talk a little bit about what cars you guys like in general. Well, just last year when we went to the Thwart of Wales, one of my favorite cars was a 19, no, a 2000 Honda S2000, which is one of my also dream cars. Okay. Why is it your dream car? Talk to it. For those of us who are into podcasts, what, <laughs> like do you, <laughs> what do you love about these cars? Well, the Honda S2000, it's a luxury car that's um, also on Fast and Furious that one of the girls drives that's pink. Okay. That well, at first I had no idea it was a Honda S2000, okay. but until I got back into autom- like into automotive, then I knew it was S2000. Mm-hmm. And I like the S2000 because you can put pretty much any engine in it, and it'll go fast. <laughs> so you like fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What about you, Cora? What do you if in a car? What are you looking for? And is there a specific model of car that you really like? Well, I really do like the um, Mustangs of all kinds. Love Mustangs. Okay. And I go to the, um, there's a car show at the Bass Pro Shops every year. And I go to that one every year. And they have a lot of, like, older modeled cars. And I really love the older model cars. And, like, seeing them in the summer, it's really cool just to see, like, how we've evolved from Yeah, those design changes. Yes, were extreme. Very boxy back then. (laughs) Yeah, smooth, really smooth curves on big cars, too. Boats, almost. So can you guys uh, talk a little bit about who got you into cars? Or when you were kids and you had those little Hot Wheels toys, were you just, like, hooked? Who helped to get you connected into the automotive world? Well, it all started with my father because when I was a little kid, he, he was working at Toyota Expressway. Okay. And I've always loved cars since I was since I came out the womb. <laughs> so Just that first ride home from the hospital yeah. you were yep. having. <laughs> So pretty much my road for cars started there. And everybody, I've, since I was born, everybody says, oh, you're going to change your your, um, your career goals and whatnot. And look at me now. I'm still striving yeah. for cars. And what do you, on that note, you're talking about careers. What do you hope to do? You're a senior. You're about to graduate. What do you hope to do? You might not have, you might have specific plans. You might mm-hmm. not. What are you thinking? What do you picture for the future? Well, when I'm 25, I want to at least have my foot in the door for my own business. Okay. But as soon as I leave high school, I'm most likely going to Champion Lincoln out in Brockton. Okay, and what would you do there? Um, I'm going to learn um, collision repair and do automotive-related uh, stuff. Excellent. All right, now, Cora, for you, how did you get involved? You mentioned that your dad has this connection. Um, was he the one that got you hooked, or was it that Hot Wheels toy? It was my uh, grandfather and my father, both. So my father was really loves cars. He loves Thunderbirds, so they're his all-time favorite. He used to have a Thunderbird when I was growing up, and he'd always take us for rides in it, and it was super cool. And my grandfather just had this 75 Corvette sitting in his driveway just sitting there. for a long time. Just, like, looked like junk, to be honest. Yeah. And he wanted to restore it, so together they worked together and restored the whole thing, fully restored, mm-hmm. basically from scratch. It was just a frame mm. for the most part. Yeah. And I got to watch that whole process, and it was just really cool to watch it. 
And so ever since then, I've kind of liked the components that make up cars. Which and makes like sense the details. of tech. Yeah, the details of car making. Cool. All right. That being said, so those are your favorite cars, potentially. What do you guys drive? <laughs> <laughs> so you've got, probably got a little moped out back. <laughs> no, what do, you, what do you guys drive on a day-to-day? Do you think that, because there's controversy, do you think that cars that are so fancy should be driven every day? Do you think they should be used, you know, and enjoyed? Or do you think they should be kind of kept away private, you know, and, and like only brought out for those special sunny days? Well, the luxury cars, they're not really a like a daily driver type because... They're very expensive parts yeah. to replace. Like, yeah. I've seen a Ferrari with just one um, wheel cost over $500. Okay. Well, well $5,000. Okay, I was going to yeah. say $500. <laughs> 5000 is mm. a much bigger deal. So does that mean you drive your Ferrari every day? Oh, no, I don't have Ferrari. <laughs> well, um, out in Puerto Rico, I, ha- I had a um, 1990 Acura Integra, but with the hurricane happened out there, mm-hmm. it uh, got flooded so i can't well i can but it's not gonna it's not worth replacing the whole thing yeah okay so do you drive right now or mm-hmm. do you okay so you have you have a license no not, you're no, not, not anymore a li- you're a car guy who doesn't have a license right now yep step one license mm-hmm. <laughs> step two acura yep. <laughs> all right well, what about you what do you drive currently i'm driving a little tiny pt cruiser <laughs> it's really you don't answer that to the car show that could be considered I remember when those that's came out that's a car that's four wheels yeah. that was yeah. a yeah. that was highly sought after much like that was that those PT Cruisers came out I'd say a couple years before the iPhone really became all the rage mm-hmm. and so I know everybody who went to invest in those PT Cruisers were the same people that were the first investors in those brand new iPhones yes. so is they, they could be classics someday you don't know yeah, and mine's like mine's two thousand two, so it's pretty dated, but it's nice. Ride smooth. Ride smooth. And what? Yeah. What do you think? Restore it a little bit. But. Do you think that cars should be? Do you think your dad should drive his Corvette every day, or do you think it's good that he keeps it? Kinda? No, they kind of keep it in the back garage so that on sunny days you can take it out because yeah. since it's fully restored, we do not run or replace any parts that we just put a lot of money into. <laughs> And it's not very efficient on gas or anything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those type of cars aren't really everyday cars. Yeah. On the other hand, um, the 300, the Chrysler 300s, those can be used daily basis. Is that because their parts are easier to replace? I feel like, yeah, they're easier to replace. And um, it is a luxury car, mm-hmm. but it's more of like a comfortable luxury okay. car. So would you classify something as kind of vintage or kind of an older car or something that should be maybe kept away? Do you classify that as as soon as the parts become hard to find or expensive? Right? That would be like a rare car. Yeah. Okay. So something like the... um. The Datsun is a rare car. Gotcha. So bringing on, um, are you bringing any, not you specifically, but <laughs> are you going to have any of these really, really rare and uh, uh, yeah. expensive cars um, come in? I think Mr. Braga, he's bringing an 84 Cadillac. Okay. Right. And I know he also has a motorcycle, but I'm pretty sure you're not letting Harley Davidson's in this show. No, um, no we are all, all the work on. Oh, we have, yeah. As of I know right now, we have only one motorcycle. Okay. Is it Mr. Braga? I don't think so. No. <laughs> well, his name's not on there, so I yeah. don't know. Okay. My friend has a motorcycle that's being entered into the show. Okay. And I can actually give you the details on that. Yeah. Because she sent it to me. It's a 1990 Harley Davidson. 
Harley Davidson FX STS. It's completely mm-hmm. restored, mild modifications, custom paint, and powder coating. Wow. So, fancy motorcycle. How old is your friend? Uh, she's my age. How did she get the motorcycle? <laughs> it's her dad's. No way. <laughs> That's very, very cool. All right. So we are going to have the privilege of hopefully checking in with some of the folks at the actual car show when you guys are there. And um, we really appreciate you joining us today in the studio to talk about the show and congratulations on putting this all on i hope it doesn't rain for you yeah same right. here <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you so can you tell me your name and how you heard about the car show uh, my name is paul bonnie and i heard about it through my daughter emily who is a student here at, at the school all righty so can you tell me a little bit about about it's actually a bike so yeah. it's one of the uh, one of the only bikes at this car show yes, can you tell is. me about it yeah it's a 91 um holly davidson fx sts springer um, I bought it about five years ago. It was a salvage, and it, uh, I did a frame-off restoration on it. Every wire, nut, bolt, everything. In- engine, transmission, everything. Was it stripped when you got it? Did you build it from scratch? No, it wasn't stripped. It, was, um, it had been in an accident, and I found it salvaged. So I paid you know, short money for it. Um, the frame was straight, so I took it home and, um, and completely redid it. Brought it back to life and uh, made it a bike again. So, my first question is, what is your name, and how did you hear about the car show? Uh, my name is Ed Bradshaw. Um, I heard about it online. All right, so can you tell me a little bit about your car? Well, it's a 1967 Chevelle Malibu. It's a clone of the original SS. This has a small block. The original SS has had the big block. Um, I've had this car about five years now. Um, I bought it, needed some work, I had to do change over the brake system on it. The cooling system, I added the chrome pieces to the front, um, a new interior, um, a, few, a few additions here, things to put on, you know, to make it run better, make it look better, but um, it's a nice car, I mean, it's only got like um, 50,000 miles on the original, so um, it's great. My name is Peter Boyle, I heard about the show from my granddaughter, Cora Boyle, and uh, we brought both cars over here. And one's a 1975 Corvette with, um, you know, all the goodies on the 350 engine, new paint, side pipes, pinstriped, and then we brought the 300, which is fairly new, it's a 2013, put some new wheels on it, painted the rims, uh, the brakes, calipers, and a little pinstriping, and that's about it. All right, so uh, considering that you're a teacher and now you yep. see um, all these seniors that have grown up and now they're oh, yeah. kind of coordinating this whole entire thing, how does it make you feel? Oh, I'm very proud of these guys. Yep, this has been something they've been trying to do for a couple years now, so it takes time to come together and this year's the first and next year will be even better than this and it's pretty awesome. These kids work very hard. Did you, um, did you and your also your other teachers uh, collaborate? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. We all work together very well, and but mostly, to be honest, this whole event is pretty much on the kids. They did everything, so um, they did all the advertising, got the Facebook page up, coordinated the vendors, got the fun. You know, they raised seven hundred and fifty dollars before the show even started. That's getting um, donated to the SAD program here at school, which is awesome. So, yeah, I give it all to them, all the credit. And I saw that you uh, that you put in a few cars. Can you tell me a little bit about them? Yeah, you're not right there, but yeah, right. So I, I put in three cars today. One's in 1982 Mercedes Coupe, mm-hmm. 
uh, with 57,000 original miles. Awesome. And I have um, a 66 Mercury Park Lane um, with also, that's got about 61,000 miles. And um, I also brought in a 49 Cadillac that is all original uh, with 48,000 miles that hasn't been on the road since 1961. So that's a pretty cool That's car. crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And you restored all these? Uh, mechanically restored, yeah. I don't do body work, so they're all mechanically restored. Um, so they run well, they stop well, they steer well. They have all the safety systems have been upgraded. But as far as the body is, that's the way I got them. And finally, I've been asking this to everyone. Uh, is it true that vintage and expensive cars melt in the rain? <laughs> no, they don't melt in the rain. No. no cars <laughs> are meant to be driven that's in right. all seasons. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate, hey, I appreciate it. that. Thank you. And that's going to wrap it up for uh, me at the Southeastern Regional uh, First Annual Hawk Show. Um, and as I was speaking to Mr. Braga, uh, Mr. Braga said that he would love to thank uh, everyone um, who took into consideration uh, the SAD program. All the proceeds are going to the SAD program. And uh, he'd like to thank all the people for thinking of um, of him, the SAD program, and also his father. Um, and he just wanted to thank everyone who came out and joined, and I think everyone here had a great and fun time. I sure did. Thanks for listening to SET Hawk Talks. As always, I'm your host, Patrick O'Brien, accompanied by Miss Brown, and have a nice day, and tune in next time. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs>